Ladies and gentlemen, this is Gail Morgan welcoming you to the Libertarian Counterpoints Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. You've heard their point, now listen to the counterpoint. Welcome to the Knuckleheads of Liberty. We're coming at you on November 11th, or excuse me, November 10th, um, 2021. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a week after Halloween, uh, masks are off after Halloween, but the Biden administration still as uh, scary as ever. <laughs> so, uh, but before we get into anything, let's go to our panel. In our upper left-hand corner, we have Leon, the word Brathwaite, last word in Liberty. He is a retired engineer in the state of California. In our upper right-hand corner, we have our screaming eagle of freedom, Tim Ever. He is a pilot in the state of California. My name is Jason McBee, and I'll be your host today. Uh, so th this uh, episode, it's going to be kind of a, a little bit of a, a departure. We're, we're kind of focusing on a little more on the culture war on this particular episode and sort of how it's eking its way into government. <clears throat> and in this case, uh, you know, it's, it's sort of Biden's, uh, uh, you know, and, and not just Biden. I mean, it's the left in general, but this focus on, uh, you know, trans stuff getting into government and you know it's a libertarian and uh, you know that there's there's no issues with you know what people really want to do personally that kind of thing but when it starts becoming part of policy that's when it starts you know uh, kind of going sideways on some of this stuff and so well we're going to kind of uh, cycle through maybe a few stories that have been going on this year under Biden and you know maybe you know kick around some of what's wrong with it um, so uh, jumping to the very first uh, story um we're talking about uh biden administration and their change in the stance on trans athletes and uh you know protections under title nine and so biden is uh it, it, essentially this last year tried to uh equate uh i guess gender identity with actual sexual uh you know identity or, or not just identity but your your uh I, I guess your biological sex you know in that case <laughs> And that's literally what the prior law had been there to protect is uh, the idea of uh, discrimination of, of women in colleges so that there was more funding for men's sports and women's sports, that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, it sort of morphed into this uh, a new thing with gender identity. Now, suddenly it's it's um, however you personally feel, well, you got to make sure that uh, the college has, I guess, protections and setups for you as well in your competition. So uh, I guess if you if you feel like a girl, then you can compete with the girls is, is sort of uh, where this has gone. And, um, you know, there's, there's a few other stories to cover as well. But uh, just uh, just kind of get your guys thoughts on this one. What, what do you guys think of the, the government sort of getting involved with how people identify and whether or not government should be providing special protections with with how you feel inside sometimes you feel like a nut sometimes you don't <laughs> maybe sometimes you feel like you have a nut or two and sometimes you don't i don't know i i like how the the two uh, transgender athletes in the picture are both in front looks like they're both in front of the entire pack of real women athletes in the picture uh leading one to believe that if you're transgender you're gonna win yeah well um i mean let me let me let me say up front that um i have no problem as if someone wish to identify if a man wish to identify himself as a woman 
And if a woman wish to identify herself uh, as a man, I personally have no problem with that. My problem begin, begins when they expect us to accept this thing and accept it to the point where like transgender women could compete in girls sports, transgender women could use the, 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 um, the, um, the female bathroom and things like these things. And they also the big issue about pronouns and all these other things get into there also. You see, this thing truly is anti-science, okay? I'm sorry to say it. I know some people is going to be very upset if they hear me say that. This thing is totally anti-science. Now, it is true, some people have this psychological dysphoria and it makes them believe that they may be a woman when they are not or makes them believe that they are a man when they are not. It is true that they do suffer and they do struggle with this, this thing. But this thing is psychological. There's absolutely nothing physiological to support their, their contention if they wish to change, if they wish to change from a man to a woman or from a woman to a man. Now, I have no problem with them wanting to, to live like a man if they are not, or wanting to live like a woman if they're not. I have no problem with that. But when they want us to accept it in, in, the, in the broader society, it creates all kinds of problems. It is known biologically that men are taller, faster, and stronger. It is known. There's no dispute about that. So how could he then allow a biological man who's now calling himself a woman to compete in sports where they are biological women when we know the biological man, even though he's calling himself a woman, will have an advantage? There's something wrong with that, fundamentally wrong with that. I mean, I think in a society which we're trying to talk so much about equality, <laughs> At least we should see what's wrong and unfair about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're talking about the equity of, of being born with a different DNA <laughs> than somebody else that makes you bigger and faster and stronger and then say, oh, well, you know, but, uh, uh, you know it's, it's funny, though, one of the, the topics that you sort of got into there was, it seemed like, you know, was whether or not um, we should have to accept them as individuals or have to accept somebody who's different as an individual. And I mean, this is essentially freedom of association, right? I mean, that's, yes. uh, you know, kind of a libertarian principle is that you should be free to who associate with whoever you want to. And we see that in our everyday relationships. You know, certainly if you were to uh, make friends with somebody, you wouldn't want the government assigning your friend. You would want to <laughs> figure that friend out on your own, I guess. And so, uh, you know, this is certainly, I think, something most people in their personal lives probably would agree with, that they would want freedom of association. But then as the government grows and we grow the commons, all these things that we have to share through government, now suddenly it's like, well, I mean, people are paying taxes. And, you know, uh, uh, so if, if they're going to pay for a girl sport, do they have to pay for a transgender sport, too? Do they have to pay for a male yeah. sport? So I, I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think about that? I mean, as far as just the, uh, uh, you know, expand the commons and the government and you know, I, I, you know, should they have a, a separate, you know, category that the schools have to support? Well, if I could just say something short, I think the girls in this picture, uh, the, the real girls, um, want to freely associate with other girls in their race. So I think their freedom of association has been infringed upon by some edict from the government on high uh, to allow uh, other um, other people in there. So yeah, 
So if you're going to do that, then, uh, yeah, the school should pay for a transgender race, okay? You know, fork it out, um, uh, schools, if you really want it that bad, but keep the transgenders out of the race with the girls and keep them out of the race with the boys and just let, okay, so you got boys, girls, transgender this, transgender that. Yeah, you end up with 75 different uh, categories of, of um, 100-yard dash, okay? And uh, so, uh, I, you know, just just go for it. I mean, hey, the money is endless, correct? It's never an a issue with enough money for all this stuff. I mean, hey, if it's important enough, it doesn't matter the cost. I mean, the politicians tell us that all the time, right? It makes no difference. Whatever cost it is, just we got to do this. It's so important. Okay, so if it's so damned important, then go ahead and, and pay for it yourself. But but you know, but you know, there's a big hypocrisy in this, you know, a really big hypocrisy. Even the transgender, um, the transgender community, this so-called transgender community, even they or that community acknowledge that there's that that men, um, that biological men are taller, faster, and stronger than biological women. Even they acknowledge it and they don't even realize it. Look at something that you almost never hear about. Do you ever hear anyone complaining about a transgender, that a transgender, um, um, a transgender, God, this is so confusing. I'm talking about a transgender boy trying to compete. No, a transgender woman, no, a transgender boy trying to compete in men's sports. You're like, geez, this is so confusing. <laughs> if you, if you, think, you yeah. never, almost never hear about that. You never hear yeah. about a, a, a girl who's been who wants to be a boy, trying fighting to compete in in in, in, in boys in boys or, or or men's sports. You never hear about that. So they even they acknowledge indirectly that that men that the biological men have an advantage over biological women. But still, they want us to accept this destruction of of, of women of, of women's sports by allowing biological men who calling themselves girls to participate in in, in in these um in these activities. There's something wrong here, something seriously wrong here. And about whether the school should be paying for this, I I even have a problem with that. But we we may have no choice. Maybe there should be a category for transgenders only. And let them compete, um, compete, and then you could have the boy, exclusively boys, yeah. exclusive girls, and exclusive transgender. Maybe oh, oh, that oh. might be a reasonable compromise, I guess, so that we could all yeah. move along and try to obey science a little bit. Here, I guess I don't. Oh, know. Or even a more novel concept: How about have school choice, and maybe some schools will pop up that have solutions for this type of stuff instead of forcing everybody to one thing, and then you can choose to go to that school. But Not regardless, <laughs> uh, let's let's uh, uh, move on to the next uh, topic. So, uh, one of the uh, key figures in the uh, Biden administration uh, that's uh, made a lot of news is uh, Rachel Levine, and she's been in the news for several reasons. The most recent is because she was the first uh, sworn-in four-star officer. Um, and uh, I guess it was a public health service uh, course, I guess, uh, where she was uh, sworn in. And so they, they mentioned her, and it's funny too, in this particular article, they mentioned her as the first transgender four-star officer. Then 
And below they say first ever female admiral to oversee public health. Ah. And it, it really starts to confuse some of the ideas. Before we start commenting on that too, I wanted to jump into another article with her as well, because before she got appointed to that position, um, she was uh, uh, holding a different position for Biden. And um, she was questioned in front of Paul about um, uh, the government pushing uh, hormone blockers onto kids who identify themselves as, um, as uh, I guess, trans. And the idea that uh, Rand Paul was trying to get out of her in the testimony is should parents, uh, I, I guess, preferences be supreme on this or should the school be able to just hand these things out with or without the parent's permission? Uh, on some of these things. And so, uh, and, and she wouldn't answer the question. You know, she kept telling him, well, this is a complicated issue and I'd be happy to talk to you in private. Well, she was in front of a Senate committee. That was the whole point to get a public, you know, uh, to allow the public to hear what she had to say on this. So um, anyways, you guys have any thoughts on uh, some of these issues around Rachel Levine and, uh, um, you know, uh, I guess, and what's going on with that? Hmm. Well, I guess the only thing I could say real quick is the the left is obviously has, uh, if there's any overriding uh, trait in the left, it's uh, uh, the ability to avoid the truth. You know, you know, Tim, I guess you're right. I think I think avoiding truth and, and evidence is, is, is a is a characteristic of the left. And but but what is happening here is a sort of totalitarianism that is going on where we must bow down to all of these things. Now, I can't imagine that a five-year-old or a six-year-old could come home and say, you know, whether they, maybe they're, they're a five-year-old boy and saying, well, they, they want to be a girl and the parents must honor this, okay? Yeah. Or that the school should be able to hand out blockers or hormone therapy or anything like that without the knowledge and consent of parents. I mean, this is totalitarianism at its worst, where even parents are losing their rights to raise their children as they see fit. I mean, the, 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 the lunacy now is that if a five-year-old or a six-year-old say, well, I feel like a girl, even though they were, that person was born a boy, and the parents must honor that, otherwise the parents is some sort of bigot or some sort of outdated human being or something like that. This is the kind of madness that's going on. I mean, if I get up tomorrow morning, I mean, this lunacy is really beyond, beyond belief to me, okay? If I get up tomorrow morning and say to you guys, I am a six foot six Chinese woman, I would hope one of you guys is gonna challenge my sanity. I would hope so. Rather than sit around and say, oh God, Leon, you know, it's so brave of you. <laughs> six Chinese woman. Oh my goodness, this is so nice and wonderful. Now I am seriously hoping that somebody will challenge my sanity on this. Because even if I want to believe that, if I want to believe that, that's fine. But expecting other people to believe that, my wife and my kids to believe that, or my grandson to believe that, I think that is sheer lunacy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and and this is just, I, I guess, some of the issues, you know, with some of this, uh, I guess, culture war stuff being pushed into government, because uh, it really makes you wonder exactly what role does government have in something like this? And certainly we talk about kids' health issues. I, I guess, you know, we can kind of see some of these uh, issues pop up where who should reign supreme, the government 
the child or the the, uh, the parent in these uh, situations. Suppose a kid had a broken arm and the parent wasn't doing anything to address it. Would we want to take stuff in or not? Uh, but in, in some of these, you, you know, you take these things to extreme and suddenly you're right in the culture war. And it's like, well, Johnny said he feels like a girl today. <laughs> so we're, we're going to rush him into surgery pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, so it really, uh, it, it seems like this is uh, one of those uh, issues that, uh, I don't know, we may be struggling with for a while. I, I hope we're able to, to come to our senses on some of it, though. Uh, you know, it, it's funny because with kids, we say that they're not responsible to enter into a contract. And yet we're able to listen to them say, hey, I feel like this. Yeah. And then let them change their life over the whole thing. I it's, it's um I don't know. So, but yes, but this is just a point. Though. This is just a point though, where no we, we don't we will not accept the physio the physiology of 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 our of our anatomy. Now we want to take the psychology, the psychology of our of, of our, within our heads as 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 the paramount thing in determining our identity. That. If our psychology say, well, you know, we are we are we are boy when we were born a girl or vice versa, we must accept that. And this is the totalitarianism that is going on. And we gotta be careful with these lines because if they can exercise, the left can exercise this totalitarianism in this area of our life, then what next? Because now it's reaching where the government is enforcing this upon us. I mean, I think here in California, there there are laws about misgendering people. Could you imagine that? That you could well, be fined or maybe even in prison for misgendering someone. Good Lord, where are we living in the Soviet Union? Well, it's interesting that you say what next because uh, uh, <laughs> that's exactly the problem we were having uh, uh, recently in our discussion about the Loudoun County School District and what happened in the Virginia elections. Uh, here we... We literally had a discussion going on over whether um, you know people's identity should their their self determined identity should should determine which bathroom they use in a public school, um, and we had a case of uh, a boy wearing a dress and a girl claiming she was raped by that boy wearing a dress in the girl's bathroom. So you know, and and uh, you know there were some other complications around this issue as well, where they tried to move the kid to another school. And there was another sexual assault reported. <laughs> so, but but the, the bottom line is this is where it plays into policy, where the rubber hits the road. Uh, it sounds like we have some noise going on in the background, but uh, but anyways, um, so uh, that's uh, uh, you know, so this is really where the rubber hits the road on uh, public policy. I mean, literally, your kids are going to a place where they're going to be confronted this, with this, whether or not somebody's handing them hormones or telling them that they're going to be sharing a bathroom with somebody who, you know, uh, you know, might, they might not expect to see you in there. <laughs> that noise was me sucking on my uh, cough drop. Oh, okay. Sorry. It sounded almost like some, some air being shot out or something. <laughs> air from my mouth. Okay. <laughs> But 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 you know but you know the, the the thing is though that we we are seeing like as as we said before this issue of boys and girls and 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 their uh, gender identity it's permeating all over our, our societies and if we are dealing with with kids who are in transition. 
from man to boy, uh, from boy to man, and from and from girl to woman, and their hormones are raging, and they don't full, they don't have a fully formed mature mind. Why would we not expect things like this to happen? It is going to happen. There's no way to get around it. I mean, we used to have clearly identified this is the men's, this is the boys' bathroom, this is the girls' bathroom. Everybody knew where that was. And if any one of us ended and in, went into the warm and in, into the wrong bathroom, there was hell to pay. At least that was how I was raised. But now we come along with these new enlightened people trying to tell us, well, it's not really that much of a problem. Really? I will bet you there are more cases of this of this thing that happened in Loudoun County, Virginia. I'll bet you there's a lot more of it going on right now in society, where boys and girls using the wrong bathroom, confused about their identity, supposedly, and all sorts of things are happening. God help us if we continue on this. I mean, I keep saying that it's almost I'm almost sounding like a broken record. But we got to be careful here that this totalitarian state that is being formed here don't engulf us all. Seriously. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me jump to the, uh, I'm going to combine the next two stories really quick because it's kind of a uh, little bit of an interesting one, uh, but show how, I guess, the culture war sort of plays into policy as well. So uh, this is kind of an odd commercial that just came out recently. It was uh, uh, the candy bar company Twix decided around Halloween that they were going to have this commercial. And the, the idea, it, there's kind of a weird storyline has nothing to do with candy. So it's a Halloween commercial by a candy bar company that has nothing to do with candy. Um, and so, boy, there's some whistling sound just going on in the background. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm hearing it too. Yeah. But uh, hmm. anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, but uh, okay, but uh, th there is uh, as far as the, the Twix company goes, um, it, it's literally a, a commercial that has nothing to do with uh, Halloween and well, I shouldn't say Halloween, but candy, and uh, it's just uh, a bit bizarre. But so the idea is this kid has a nanny that just sort of shows up out of nowhere, and the kid is uh, um, wearing a dress, and it's not Halloween. And so the kid is, um, you know, the, the nanny, I guess, becomes his friend. And then she uh, helps him confront people who are picking on him because he's wearing a dress. And uh, it sort of all comes down to the end where some uh, kid comes up to bully the little kid, boy who's wearing a dress. And, uh, you know, and he says, hey, you know, what, what the heck are you wearing a dress for? It's an <laughs> and so he turns to the witch, uh, who is his nanny, and she casts a spell and blows the other kid away. <laughs> and it's just like it had nothing to do with candy, the whole ad. And it was just some social messaging about, you know, being OK if you're a boy to wear dresses. And uh, it, it's just kind of, uh, you know. I guess some of the culture war. And then that sort of uh, takes us to this other story too, where in California, uh, they've recently passed rules that uh, large stores have to have aisles that have gender neutral kid stuff, which is, you know, just sort of why, why can't parents figure this stuff out for themselves? <laughs> I mean, you know, do they really need the government to uh, tell stores to pick and choose their items so that they think that they're gender neutral? And what even is gender neutral? How is a store going to measure that? Anyways, I'll leave it to you guys to jump in on this real quick. I'm just wondering what gives government the idea that they can go in and tell uh, on non-safety related things. Okay, so you can't plug too many uh, 
uh, outlet or um, plugs into an outlet, okay? Because it's, it c- could cause a fire, okay? You got fire code. You got the government telling an individual property owner or business owner or either one, uh, you know, what to do with their property, okay? That's one thing. But this is just, what's this got to do with anything? What gives government the uh, right or the power, the power, that's what it is, power. What gives government the power to tell uh, the owner of, a, of his own business what to do with it and how to display it and all that kind of nonsense. It's got nothing to do with anything other than their idiotic uh, political agenda here. That's all it is. It's just their pet now, apparently. God, <laughs> we're not in debt far enough and we don't face real problems of, of real import uh, enough that we've got to go down this path because we've got so much time on our hands. We've got so much energy left over that we can tell business owners, you know, what what to do with their toy aisles, toys of all things. Anyway, yeah, it just uh, rubs me the wrong way. You know, and you know the um, and, and the first story, Jason. I mean, Tim, Tim, you you're you're right in what you just said, but in first in the first story, it did not involve the government. You're right. But it, 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 it says that there's a virus out there where even businesses are accepting this woke garbage, right? So because the, 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 uh, I don't know who's a maker of Twit, but there, there must be, uh, I'm sure it's some private organization, but they're accepting the nonsense that if, I mean, I don't want any kids to be bullied, of course. I don't, I don't want that for, any, for anyone. <clears throat> but the, what they are saying there is if you don't accept the transgender uh, agenda. If you don't accept it, we will blow you away. We will destroy you. We will cancel you. That's essentially what the story is. That's the message they're sending. We better fall in line. We better bow down and say thank you, sir. We will obey. And this is this is a dangerous message. That's the, the dangerous message that is embedded in that commercial. And, and that is one of the odd things. At the end of the commercial, uh, it is, in the end, a child that's bullying another child. And then an adult comes in, and it's just verbal uh, abuse, by the way. It's not like a physical force is being right. used on the other child. And then and then a an adult comes in and literally uses possibly lethal force against the kid. <laughs> right, exactly. The kid just disappears. Wow. In the commercial, you know? <laughs> they don't magic. <laughs> So uh, just uh, really disturbing, you know, some of the concepts that are, are coming out about this. But but in the end, how they're working their way into policy, because in the end, uh, a Twix is a private company. They sell candy bars, yeah. uh, you know, so if they want to, you know, message themselves on, you know, the, the fact that they, they like cloudy skies or maybe they like rainbows or maybe they like puppies, who knows, who cares? But, uh, you know, when, when you can kind of see that there's some... It's, it's almost like there's sort of some kind of a, oh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, I, I guess a, um, an alliance between some of these companies and what's happening in government. It's just kind of very strange. But we already know, we already know for sure there's an alliance between the government and, and these big tech companies pushing these messages, though. We know, we know that. It's already, we have already seen that in many here in California, then with between the Biden administration and some of the big tech companies, Facebook in particular. So we know there are alliances going on. And some of these corporations are also lining up with the government. These people, maybe, I don't know, Twitter 
the manufacture of truth is involved in these things or not. But we know things like that uh, uh, um, is, is going on. But they're trying to get this message to us that if we don't fall in line and if we don't obey, we could be in some serious trouble. Yeah. And this well, and this is unbelievable. Yeah, in, in the end, I uh, you know, makes you wonder, you know, a little little candy bar. I mean, uh, uh, you know, it has nothing to do with the message. But, um, you know, I guess it's sort of like feeling a little confused. <laughs> I'm not sure whether you like cookies or chocolate. You know, try a try a Twix, the tranny candy. I don't know what what yeah. it's going to be called. But, but uh, anyways, yeah, a little bit confused. I think that's how we're leaving today. Uh, do you have any last moment? Uh, anything to say, Tim? When you're betwixt a boy and a girl, you pick up your Twix. <laughs> you're betwixt. <laughs> 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 until well, then well said Tim well said <laughs> until next Thank time we'll, we'll see you at the next one until then stay free live liberty and thank you for watching the knuckleheads of liberty listen each week in Sacramento on Comcast channel 17 for knuckleheads of liberty on Monday at 5.30pm and the libertarian counterpoint show on Thursday at 8pm also on YouTube Facebook, and podcasts everywhere. We invite you to come again next week for the Libertarian Counterpoint Productions.